now, from beyond our dimension, this is the Jeff Mara Podcast. Here's Jeff. My guest is Tony Sayers, author and passionate activist, vlogger, writer, and public speaker who in 2013 started to become aware of the deeper goings-on within this world and the hidden hands that control it. He is also highly experienced at removing entities. Today we're going to talk about that and more. Tony, thank you so much for being my guest today and welcome. You're welcome. Thanks for inviting me onto the show. I'm super excited to be here. I didn't say this in the beginning, but Tony is also a fellow YouTube content creator, and I've been looking around at his channel, and there's a lot of great things I want to talk about. I wanted to start with what are the spiritual effects of alcohol, and does that cause entities to attach to you due to the consumption? Yes. Um, So essentially, when we're talking about entities... Um, we, we can only see like around about 3% of the visible bandwidth that we call light. So within the same space, there is a whole load of other stuff going on that, that we can't see. Um, and it is influencing this world. It is influencing people and specifically our world leaders, but, um, so, so these, uh, entities, they reside just outside of a our visible sight in in the fourth dimension. So they're very close um, and they can cause us some problems. Let's put it like that. Um, And essentially when entities attach, they have several ways of attaching. You mentioned their um, alcohol. Um, Essentially, whenever you alter your frequency, um, then you are open and you're basically opened up to entity attachment. So alcohol is a big one because when you get drunk, your frequency drops. Okay. So um, you're, you're sort of out of your head, you know, you're not really in your body Well, you're in your body, but you're kind of all over the place. And when, and when you're in that kind of state, it makes it very easy for entities to, to come in hooking and attach. So essentially what we're doing when we're drinking, especially when we're getting really drunk, um, you know, I, I I know people like the odd glass of wine and everything, but when, when you're talking about getting really drunk, that's when you're really, you might as well just open the door and say, right, come in. And, um, you know, this is why one of the reasons that we feel bad the next day. And, you know, they, they really take over the personality in many ways, because what do you see when people are drunk? You see people acting out, acting how they wouldn't normally act, you know, I don't know about you. I don't drink anymore, obviously, because of what I do. But probably the biggest mistakes I've made in my life have probably been when I'm drunk, right? Because I'm not really there. Um, so it's almost like you hand the control to these entities when when you get in that state. Um, and it's really in the language as well. When you look at the word spirits, you know, it, it's telling you. It's telling you spirits, right? And uh, if you look at the um, Arabic word for demon is jinn, you know, what's really popular in the UK right now is there's so many gin, gin making companies coming out of nowhere. I don't know if it's the same in the States. And, and so you have to ask your question, oh, what, what is that opening up to if it's actually in the, in, the, in the name? And when you look at the word alcohol, that is um, a variation of the word al ghul, which again is uh, the name of a demon, right? So it's not to freak people out because I know it can sound freaky because we can't give these entities too much power because they're not powerful. You know, they're they really not. They need our energy as a food supply. So we're the powerful ones. So when I speak about this, you know, it's important to get a balanced view on it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just the problem is we're not ta- we're not taught about this at school for obvious reasons. We're not taught about energy. Um, and of course, a lot of the things that are so popular in society really just are there to open us up to these beings because they have a big say and they have a big um, stake in the outcome as to what goes on here. Um, so it's not just alcohol. I mean, Obviously, you've got all your drugs like cocaine, heroin. In my experience, seven years of clearing this stuff from people, the hard drugs can really let a strong entity attachments in. 
so yeah your cocaine your heroin um you have things like meth which is really bad it's what i've noticed down the years it seems to be the the harder the drug the stronger the entity attachment mm -hmm. and also another correlation that i've made is that the more addicted the person is to alcohol drugs the the stronger the attachment as well so anything like that drugs alcohol weed even and this is where i guess <laughs> sometimes people um you know find it a little bit surprising when you know because as i get it a lot of people like smoking weed checking out i used to as well you know you sit back listen to the music but again what you're doing there is you're altering your frequency and um you know weed perhaps isn't such a bad uh, drug as cocaine for entity attachments but it does it does alter your frequency nonetheless and it can open you up um same thing with um psychedelics as well there's a big big movements to go and take jungle juice like in in the jungles of peru ayahuasca mm. and all of this dmt you know this has been heavily promoted and it's almost like people are having these spiritual awakenings and then the next thing that they gravitate to are these plant medicines and and really with the plant medicines or, or with anything like that because when you take something like that you're basically smashing your consciousness to pieces um, because they're really heavy this is why people vomit and uh, you know they're they're not to be taken lightly um and when you do that you you're you're also opening up yourself up to the good the bad and the ugly mm -hmm. um and i've worked with people that on the friday they've been fine and then they've taken ayahuasca or dmt at the weekend and then on monday they're they're having like suicidal thoughts inorganic thoughts that are not their own um and so they, they they really they really can cause problems and especially if you've got a lot of trauma or you've had a lot of trauma uh that that's sort of unhealed you know that that seems to make it easier for them as well when people go and take that and unfortunately what i found is um, researching this down the years and knowing people within that field there there doesn't seem to be much support going on after people have taken ayahuasca or something like that you know these retreats can cost thousands of dollars people go there they vomit up for a night or two and, and then they're just sort of left to their own devices and and quite often not always but quite often you know they're, they're left with the things that they open themselves up to and and maybe that's when they contact me and i have to clear it so mm -hmm. um so yeah drugs and alcohol are um are big ways in if you imagine they have like an arsenal of weapons right it, that, that's why all this stuff is promoted everywhere you know you get married you get drunk you get a new job you get drunk you go to a funeral you get drunk it's the weekend you get drunk this is life in the uk i'm sure it's life where you are as well it's definitely life here in mexico um you know it's party 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 here which mm -hmm. always involves alcohol mm -hmm. so um we we need to we need to be aware of just what these substances do on on a metaphysical level we we kind of know that if we get drunk or we'll we'll have a hangover or if we take drugs then we'll have a come down like that's kind of expected we know that and we just take the consequences anyway but what people are not talking about is is the the entity interference the metaphysical interference of what happens when we when we take those substances so it's a, a really important um thing to touch on let's get a working definition of what an entity is i mean is it more like a demon is it something that you need to have an exorcism from is it us that were earthbound spirits mm -hmm. how would you define that so there are different uh, levels of attachments, different strengths of attachments. Let's let's look at it like that. And there is a whole smorgasbord of different entities out there. Just off the top of my head, you have serpent energies, draconian, demonic, um, spider entities, octopus entities. Um, you have um, greys, you have um, dragon entities, you have um, phoenix entities you have false white light entities that show up in the form of uh, you know friendly aliens that are just kind of like masquerading um i talk about a, a lot about that on my channel um 
So, and within those entity races, you have different variations of those. So, for example, serpent entities, sometimes there's like big black ones, sometimes there's yellow ones, sometimes there's the same with the grey, same with uh, the other entities. So you have entity races within entity races. So it really is teeming with kind of life. It's life forms, let's say. I don't, I don't, I don't believe that they are source connected like we are because that's why they need to feed on our energy so um so yeah there there is many different uh entity races now with uh attachments like so everyone has some level of interference everyone will have entity attachments it's just the way this uh, matrix is it's just the way that this reality is until we get out of this matrix, we're always going to be at the mercy of some level of interference. So that's the other thing that people just need to get into balance. Okay, so everyone has stuff going on. Um, some people are more targeted than other people. And some people, by their experiences in life, have sort of heavier attachments. Now, I grade detach- these attachments level one, level two, level three. So a level one attachment would be like what you're talking about, like an exorcism or something like that. This is where maybe you've seen people um, that have taken the drug Flacker, uh, where it's almost like they get superhuman strength. People have reported that they've been, like this person was like able to like push a car or something like that. That would be level one. That's a severe and intense uh, attachment. Extremely, extremely rare. Um, Level twos are quite common. Level two entities are where the entity has a big control over the person's consciousness. And they may be looping suicidal thoughts in, in, their, in that person's mind. I've had people con- tell me, Tony, I was driving my car the other day and this voice came in my head telling me to drive it into that wall and it wasn't my voice. That's, that's the level two uh, entity attachment um they normally get in on people that have had severe addictions like you know we were talking about earlier like you know drug heavy drug use addiction they also get in on some kind of like heavy trauma um so if something happened to them as a child or um you know maybe they were involved in a car accident or something like that where they either get knocked unconscious because you're out of your center then or you're in such trauma that your kind of mind fragments, that's when the, the heavier ones get in as well. So so you have uh, your level ones, your level twos. Level twos are quite common. Um, and then you have your, just, your, your basic level three. I call them bottom feeders. Um, they'll be the ones that they might be that little voice that's encouraging your bad habits, like go on, just go and have that beer or, you know, just go and have that that cake, I don't know, like whatever your thing is, right? So, um, but all of them will some in some way drain or siphon our energy as well. So, you know, if a lot of clients, when they see me, um, you know, they've, they've got a lifetime's worth full of junk on them. They're waking up every morning feeling drained and tired. And it's a lot of the time that is because you know, they've got quite a lot of entity attachments going on that are, that are feeding off their energy. Um, so, so yeah, your level threes are, yeah, most people are, have had them and, or, or they do have them and, and they're the, yeah, they're the just annoying ones really. How did you attain the ability to recognize entity attachments on people? Did you have some kind of spiritual awakening or or something happened to you in your life prior to this that gave you that ability? Well, it's uh, it's an interesting story. I mean, some days I actually look at my life and I think, how the hell did I fall into all of this? Because seven or eight years ago, I was I was in in properties back in the UK, right? Um, so when you ask that question, I kind of have to laugh to myself because it's 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 such a crazy thing that I'm, I'm sitting here talking about this stuff and doing it and, and removing this stuff. But the, the, the story is, is that 
around about, well, it must have been around 2015, I um, was having really bad psychic attacks. I didn't understand what psychic attacks were at the time. But essentially what happened is I put a video out basically basically questioning like some of the military actions, what we would we were going into places that I didn't think that we should have been and they were people were calling them heroes and I was like, well hang on a minute. <laughs> I, I just put this video out. I went to bed at night. I was I was uh, I was living in Cambodia at the time. I went to bed at night, the video went out. I woke up in the morning, I had like forty thousand hits. Wow. Yeah, but the problem for me was it it, it found its way into military circles, right? <laughs> so I had like, I don't know, like 10 or 15 death threats in my um, Facebook Messenger when I woke up in the morning. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I mean, that in itself, I wasn't scared because I was in the middle of Cambodia. And I know, you know, a lot, a lot of people, when they get triggered, they say a whole bunch of stuff and it never gets. So it wasn't so much the fear of that but what was really interesting over the uh the weeks following wasn't interesting at the time but looking back it was was i felt like i was walking around in some kind of energetic soup like some kind of like thick mud um and i just didn't know what it was it came on all of a sudden um i felt it's extremely drained of my energy uh, i was getting severe anxiety this is the other thing entities can they can cause severe anxiety in, in people and um i was just baffled as to what it was and i tried everything i was detoxing i was trying different different things um and uh I, it got so bad that i just kind of like reached out i was like has anyone got any ideas on my facebook um and uh this lady uh, contacted me and she said i might be able to help you she said i'm I'm doing this work right now, this energy work, and it's based around chakra removal. And I was like, what? Like you, you know, mm -hmm. like you're what, what you was off air. We were having this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, I was like, okay. And I'd done like Reiki and all that. I'd worked with the chakras and yada, yada. Um, but there was some part of it that kind of resonated because I thought, do you know what? I was learning so much about how there were so many like manipulations and deceptions. I thought this could, this, this could be something that they have dressed up to be really nice. You know, the Lotus flowers, all the orange, the reds, and it would just be like them to make that the most, you know, one of the most bad things. Right. Um, and the, partly because I was so desperate, I'd been walking around in, in this energetic soup. I, 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 I said, all right, just, just go for it. And um, so she did the procedure and the next morning, I had it done at night. The next morning it was like day and night. I mean, I woke up and, and it was like a cloud had been lifted. Um, all, the, all the anxiety left. I, I felt more energised. Um, it sends shivers down my arm now when I, when I talk about it because it was so profound and at that point, I thought to myself, well, A, I want to learn how to do that. And B, I need to at least put it out there to people that, you know, maybe the chakras aren't what we've been told. We've been told that they're, they're energy centers and all of this stuff, um, which when you think about it logically makes no sense because why would source energy create something to compartmentalize the energy? It doesn't, if you're creating something, you, you would just create it so the energy flows. So the compartmentalization of our own energy, um, now I look back, it, it makes perfect sense. And so, yeah, so I thought, well, I need to learn how to do this and I need to put it out there that, you know, to get people to maybe consider that what we've been told about them is, is not correct. And I took a, a lot of stick, as you can imagine, a lot of um, triggered a lot of people because they're so prominent within the new age. You know, everyone loves them. Everyone works with them. Um, and uh, but again, a lot of people listened as well. And over time, uh, the, the the lady I work with, she she the synchronicity would have it. She was living in Thailand. I was in Cambodia. They're next to each other. 
she came over, she trained me in, into uh, how to remove the chakras. And um, I started practicing on friends and family members. And at the time it was weird because as I was practicing, uh, once I'd had these removed, I noticed that my own psychic abilities started to increase. And I started just seeing like flashing flashes of different well entities and, and implants. Um, and so when I set my intention to sort of remove those things, I was noticing that people were experiencing more of a shift and the feedback I was getting was even more positive. Um, and then obviously I started to facilitate sessions and, and it's just gone on from there. But what I'm doing is no different to what you could do or anyone else could do. The only difference is that I've had seven years practicing it's essentially remote viewing is what we're talking about. Um, but I feel like there was something to do with that chakra system that was stifling my psychic abilities as well. It wasn't an overnight thing. I didn't have them removed and then suddenly I just saw everything. Mm -hmm. um, it's like a muscle. Unless you use it, you lose it, right? But because I was practicing as well, I started to see more and perceive more. You're saying removing the chakra... Mm -hmm. So are you saying that the chakras are like different blockages and you're taking out the blockages so energy can flow throughout your body, maybe even yeah. like Kundalini or what? That's half of it. So essentially what the chakras are, they are an artificial implant, mm -hmm. um, which an artificial AI, etheric AI implant, which A, compartmentalizes our energy our energy centers and stops the flow of it. This is why people are always balancing their root chakra and heart chakra. I mean, even that in itself doesn't make any logical sense, <laughs> um, but we don't stop and think about it. But the other and the main use that they have is the, that they act as um, a way in for entities to act, to um, access our energy field. Um, and what I've come to realize over time is that if, if they have an arsenal of weapons, the, there are many other overlays as well. There's an astral body overlay as well, which I can explain. But, but the chakra overlay seems to be one of the main ways in that they use to access our energy field and siphon our energy and loop negative mind thoughts and, and, and put anxious thoughts in our head because they need a constant supply of low vibrational energy, right? Mm -hmm. So, because that's what they feed on. So if they can consistently put inorganic thoughts, I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, I can't do that. I, you know, we're, we're, a lot of our minds, they're on replay over time. And if you ever stop to observe your mind, it's like, where is this coming from constantly? And the answer is a lot of it is not coming from us. And what people find, one of the most amazing outstanding experiences and the one that blew my mind at the time and now thankfully uh, a lot of clients um, experience it now is that your mind goes quieter it's not like it's not like you're never going to have a negative thought again you still have your subconscious wounds your tr your trauma you still have to work through that but these inorganic voices constantly day after day after day after day making us feel bad that 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 they go quiet so you're left with a lot more mental space a lot more mental mental clarity clarity because you've pulled out one of their root ways in they have other ways as well they're they're very they're very clever you know they they are kind of one trick ponies but the, the tricks that they've got the tricks that have manipulated us up to now have been genius really now the other pushback that that I get with this is, well, oh, Tony, you know, chakras, Buddhists used to do it, Buddhist monks back in Nepal and Thailand um, and, and Tibet and all that stuff. Well, we need to take a look at the current human condition. The current human condition really is that of a slave race. Um, so we have to ask ourselves, where have all these things that we call traditions actually got us? The chakras haven't got us freedom. You know, praying hasn't got us. I know praying can help help make people feel good and stuff. But I think we're at the stage in, in our history of, of we need to put everything on the table. 
and we need to take another look and it's not about feeling good all the time it's about what feels true and there's a big difference um and a lot of people they want to and i get it you know who doesn't want to feel good but a lot of people they want to go go with what feel good and that 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 may that may make them feel good temporarily but long term it's it's not it's detrimental so that's where we're at with this but um yeah so so to answer your question it's for those two reasons it's for for entities to really just lock into our energy field just to just to add to that we we do have three if you like called natural chakras which are which are organic so these are known as the dantian points so that you have one around that where the third eye is one where the heart is and one where the, the sacral chakra is we, we we do have those energy centers because some people freak out they go oh you're going to die without your chakras you're going to get you know the, <laughs> no uh, we're not taking anything away here that you need we're taking away stuff that's really shouldn't be there so you're left with that natural flow without all of the compartmentalization. So you wake up in the morning and you feel more energized. Your, your mind is a lot quieter. And, and that just benefits your all-round health. Besides abstaining from drugs and alcohol, what are ways that we can protect ourselves from entities? So the obvious one is to stop doing the things that are so popular in society, or at least cut down to a level where... You know, maybe cut the bottle of wine down to a glass of wine. Um, the the other thing is really to uh, we need to do the inner work and heal our subconscious wounds because talking about their arsenal and their weapons, um, a big way in for them is when we get triggered. And when because again, when you get triggered, what happens is you're out of your center, even though it's just a jolt, even though it might be just a minute. Sometimes we have big dramas and we're out of our center for a day or so, but but they will, they will use our subconscious wounds against us all the time. So, um, you know, if, if you've got like an unhealed abandonment wound, uh, you know, and they're going to use that against you. If, if a lot of people, I would say most people have the subconscious wound of not feeling good enough, not worthy, that seems to be almost like collective consciousness thing. Um, so, so they will turn the volume up on that one um and um so the more you can um the more you can do that and um plug those holes of your subconscious the less the less ways in from their point of view um at least not because we're constantly manifesting people and experiences into our lives based on what's in our subconscious so we repeat timelines over and over 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 and over again until we instead of shouting at the movie hoping it will change sort of going behind at projector level and changing it from there um you know we 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 do all need to start energy training as well you know um like i say what i'm doing with clearing this stuff is everyone can do it um it's just i've i've been training and practicing so we need to get into remote viewing um and these these are all stuff obviously we're not taught at school for obvious reasons um and obviously when you get older it's a little bit taboo um, but we all have these psychic abilities. You know, I, I do believe humans really are genius in, in what we can do and our potential. You know, we, we have clear visual, clear kinesiology, clear audio abilities. I believe we're telepathic, probably teleportation abilities. You know, we have all this stuff. It's just been locked away. We've not been taught about it. And we're not, we're not strengthening those muscles. So I think, um, one of the thing, one of the things that I want to do with my YouTube channel uh, moving forward is is have some lessons on there on on how to start doing that because when you remote view, people think that you remote view through your pineal gland. You don't. You actually remote view through your soul. Um, so it's really important that we start doing that. Start working with our own energy. There's again a number of techniques that people can do that. I, I can share. I can share one quickly that, that might help the, the audience and mm -hmm. the people listening. Sure. Uh, that would be great. Yeah. So a good one to start with just to practice working with your own energy is the waterfall technique. So you, what you do is you imagine essentially a waterfall in, in, in the top, the crown of your head and you imagine that cascading down in two, two down the two sides of your body. So 
down this side and down that side and then right down to the feet and up again and then that's that's going in like a circular motion and what you're going to do is you're going to intend for that for that um for that energy to to clear certain things so you might just intend that for the next 15 minutes you intend that that clears out implants from your body and this is the amazing thing we can program our energy you know we can program it we can get it to clear different things so i would encourage them to, and you can localize that so if you feel a lot of people they come to me and they go oh, i think i've got blockages around the heart so have the the waterfall at the, the the top of the chest and then imagine that cascading down the heart round and round and round and just clearing anything that's around it you might feel tired for the first few times that you do it because you're you're training it's like because at the moment you're your energy is weaker, but the more you do it, the more you practice, um, then, you know, that, that can, that will get stronger and you, your own energy will get stronger. Essentially what we're, what we're, we're kind of in a computer game, right? We, we have, uh, you know, when you play those uh, computer games and you start off with like a low bar energy and then you, 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 you level up and then your bar goes up and then you level up again. Well, that's essentially what, what, what we're like, you know, we, we have, our energy and we we need to strengthen it and the more you strengthen it the more easier it's going to be to 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 clear stuff and to delete these entities and things like that and when we when we remote viewing and you start seeing this stuff some people already do you know some people are born very clear visual and they're often quite targeted um because they they will target people based on how in tune a person is with their, their abilities so as I say, everyone's targeted, but some people more than others. So that could be one reason. Another reason could be, I don't know, you're you're running this podcast. Maybe you're going to have some guests on. They're not going to like some of the things they're going to talk about. So you might get targeted a certain way. Um, maybe someone is highly empathic, highly sensitive. A lot of people come to me and they're like, they have that kind of frequency. So they're like a natural transmuter of, of negative energy, just just them being them in the world is a threat to them, to, to the matrix. Maybe some people are going to be speaking really important truths. Maybe some people are here to raise conscious children into the world. So they, they can see future timelines and, and target us accordingly. And most people that, that I work with have, have had some level of targeting or interference to varying degrees. Some people really bad and yeah, some people not so bad but everyone is at some level. You were talking earlier about healing traumas or childhood traumas, I believe, or old traumas. And you have a video on your YouTube channel about the benefits of healing the inner child. Can you briefly tell us what the five benefits are? Well, the the first benefit is you don't, uh, you you, you block out some of the ways that entities can get in. Um, The second benefit is you stop drawing people into your lives that are the same person, but basically in another space suit, you know, how, how often does that happen? You know, where, Oh my God, I've got like a person might have an alcoholic father and then they draw in an alcoholic partner and then Mm -hmm. they leave that one. And then someone else comes in that likes a drink. And it's like, why does that keep happening? It's because you're running that program. So, so that's definitely another one. Third one is that we're able to manifest more of what we do want and you become really a, a, a master of your own destiny because you're working from the inside out rather than the outside in running all these programs that are on autopilot. Um, also in terms of relationships as well, um, it's going to make it a lot easier if you've healed, you've healed your abandonment wound and your wife's healed her ba- uh, betrayal wound because you're not going to trigger her betrayal wound and she's not going to be, uh, trigger your abandonment wound. And what entities will do is, you know, unfortunately they don't love a lot. They don't like love a lot, you know, it's the high, high frequency energy. So they'll get in on people's triggers and they'll turn the volume up and they'll cause arguments. And that's why a lot of relationships or one of the reasons why a lot of relationships are, are kind of battlegrounds these days. Um, because uh, you have so much, so many people with unhealed trauma and then they're coming together with another partner and it just becomes a, a a field to project each other's trauma um, 
to each other. Mm. So, um, so yeah, that's that. And just you will you will start to know yourself intimately. Um, you know, you will understand. Ah, I can see why that triggered me because that links back to a wound where you know perhaps I was made to feel not good enough at school when the teacher sent me out of class and I felt embarrassed in front of everyone I've gone back into things like that so um so that there's so many benefits to it but of course people are a bit reluctant to do it because they don't want to open old wounds but it's not easy it can take time but it's it's definitely worth it. What do you think about meditation? Does that raise our energy and or our frequency so we'll be less susceptible to entity attachments? It depends what kind of meditation. So going back to what I was talking about before, what I'm trying to encourage people is to um, connect with themselves more. What we have a lot in the new age movement, the spiritual movement is people, it's almost become like another addiction for people. And I get it, you know, a lot of it feels good. You know, we all want to, we all want to feel good, but a lot of the things that we're trying to connect into are, are quite often masquerading of the light. They're not of the real light. So, you know, we see a lot of the quote unquote friendly alien races. These are just, entities you know people hooking into them and then once you hooked into them they'll siphon off your energy and that kind of stuff um so like i say i'm trying to get people to uh to understand really that they are truly powerful and in actual fact one of the energy bodies that we have is is a god body so we actually what we're seeking outside of ourselves we already have it within um and you can see it like when you look in someone's eyes you know you you almost see like two mini universes you know when you look in the pupil of the eye that's what they look like so our body's kind of telling us look that's what's within you universe you so i believe well i have a knowing that we have a, a fractal of the creator within us and so i feel like when we're meditating instead of trying to get out there let's let's why not try and go within and and tune into what our insights what our feelings are telling us because we have that very intelligent um wisdom that god that god that godness within us that has all the answers and when you go out there and you try and get it from i don't know an angel or an alien or or you know you don't know if it's masquerading and you don't know if that that information is is going to be deceptive anyway. So you're kind of playing Russian roulette. So it really depends because there's different forms of meditation. Um, you know, you've got that kind of escapism. Let's connect to beings outside of ourselves. But then you've got the let's go within. I'm a big advocate of the go within one. One of your books is called The New Age is the New Cage. And it sounds like you have some criticisms of some of the things that are going on in the new age movement. Mm -hmm. Can you share some of those with us? Yes. Um, so the new age movement is what I refer to as just another layer of the matrix. Um, I feel that a lot of the information and I, well, I kind of know it is because I work with a lot of clients that have spent thousands of dollars going into all these, these different modalities and they're no better off. In fact, they're further down the road than they should be given the amount of time and money that they've spent. They will, they will put nuggets of truth in some of these teachings because they have to, to get people hooked in. But a lot of them are very subtle. For example, things like, um, just keep your vibration high all the time. So there's this whole idea that, you know, we, I call it like toxic positivity, you know, where you're just being positive for positive sake, even though when perhaps you need to look at something negative to transmute it or to make, or to take some action around it. So for example, if I, if I broke my leg, I'm not just going to be positive about that. 
I need to take physical action, get myself down the hospital and get someone to fix it. It's no use me just thinking love and light and, and, and it's just going to vanish. And I think that it does promote that a lot. It, there's this whole idea of, and I'm not saying that people have got to be sitting around being miserable. Of course, we have to try and be happy and find joy and all of that. But when it comes to the cost of looking at information that they deem to be negative, which could actually, once we've gone through it, understood it and transmuted it and alchemized it, turn into a positive, then it becomes very dangerous. So that's one example. There's other examples such as, you know, they'll tell you never to get angry. Well, righteous anger is is sometimes justified and needed. You know, if if someone is being bullied or someone is, you know, something bad is being if you walk down the street and like your friends being mugged or something like what are you what are you supposed to do you know it's it's good to get angry right about that because that's an injustice that's something that we need to change not saying that you get involved that you don't know what they're carrying but you need to you need to have some kind of emotion about it and and anger can drive us into great change and transformation then and i'm not saying that we should dwell in anger not at all because that is negative, but the actual initial response of anger can be very much justified sometimes. And they want to knock that out of people. They want to tell you that you can never get angry, just accept, you know, this whole idea we've just got to accept everything. Well, sometimes there's things that we shouldn't just accept. Um, sometimes things people do things to us that are really bad, but the new age will tell you just to accept that and, you know, just forgive Sometimes we might need an apology to forgive. Sometimes we need to set strong boundaries because well, that person might do that to, thing to us again. So it teaches a lot of spiritual bypassing and it's very subtle and can be quite dangerous. So, I mean, they're, they're just a few examples off the top of my head. I mean, I, I could talk more about it, but, mm-hmm. um, and like I say, a lot of the, you know, the chakras and a lot of the things some of the beings that people are looking to connect to, um, you know, a lot of them are, are entities that are masquerading. So just just like here in 3D physical form, we have politicians that say, oh, we care about you, we, you're free and we love you and all this. But And then you vote them in and then what do they do? They go back exactly what they did. They've got you, right? Well, that same expression is coming through from 4D. That's why they are like they are, because they have those entities working through them. So a lot of the entities that people are working with in in the new age movement are um, you have to be careful of because a lot of them can be masquerading. A lot of people say we're either in the ascension or we're going to be starting the ascension. I guess that means we're moving to 5D. What is your take on that? Uh, I, I think I think that's that's another deception. I don't see what they, what they what they will say is that you can choose your timeline. Right. So they will tell you that if you wake up in the morning, right, you can just choose to be on a 5D New Earth timeline by taking no action at all. Just keeping your 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 vibration positive that you're somehow going to morph yourself into a world where all this BS that's going on in, you know, Eastern Europe. We don't have to go into all of that and everything else that's gone before. You're suddenly all of a sudden you're not subject to that. Right, because you've chosen this 5D New Earth timeline. It's a complete deception. What does that do? Well, it gets people to be passive. It gets people to stand down. It gets people to think that we don't need to do anything because I'm already there. I'm already in this heaven on earth. Um, it's, it's, it's very dangerous. And, of course, people want to believe it, and I get it, because it sounds great. I mean, this world is hard, right? It's hard being alive in this planet. Um, this is I call this planet the gangster planet, right? And it, it's challenging. So I get that people want to do this stuff, but is it really going to be beneficial with us for us down the road? And the answer to that, to that, in my opinion, is no. Now, what I do believe is that we can create a better world. We absolutely can, but we're we're going to need to do it via taking action, real life action. We're going to need to speak some uncomfortable truths. We're going to have to, you know, call things out and we're going to have to be brave and courageous. And which is where I think true spirituality is at. And we might need to get angry over a few things. 
Um, that's how we're going to change it. And then by, by our physical action, because this, uh, this all ties into the law of attraction as well. When you look at the mainstream spiritual version of law, attraction, law of attraction, they'll just tell you, just think and feel, and then you'll just manifest a Ferrari or a new house or something. It doesn't work like that in this dimension. In the astral, it will work like that because it's not physical, it's thoughtful. But here, if I want a new house... I've either got a, I can think and feel it. So it's, it's, everything starts with a thought like this chair. At some point we were living in caves and someone said, do you know what? This is really uncomfortable. Wouldn't it be great if we had the, something to sit on? So the chair, someone had the thought and then someone had to design it and then someone actually had to build it. It didn't just poof, appear overnight. Same thing, if I want a house, I've either got to build it myself or I've got to pay someone to build it. It's not just going to manifest itself out of thin air. And the new age and the 5D ascension thing, they'll tell you, just choose your timeline. It will be there. You'll be on it with no action at all. Um, And it's dangerous. It's a very subtle deception. And it's one that people want to believe because it feels good. But does it feel true? And there's a big difference. On your YouTube channel, it appears that you critique and expose things that are going on in the New Age movement, and people can go there and check them out. But what I want to know is, who are the New Age people and things that you agree with and you really like? Oh, God. <laughs> That's a really difficult question. I mean, I'm, I'm really... I'm really out of the new age right now. I, I just, um, I don't feel like anyone within those circles really resonates with me, um, is the honest answer. So I can't actually give you actual names as to people that I would still listen to. If they're new age for me, I, I'm just, I automatically tune out. Um, so, yeah, I can't really answer that one. Would we be classifying new age as also spiritual? Well, the thing is, spirituality has been hijacked by the, the new age. The new age, what we call spiritual is don't get angry, keep your vibrations high, ascend into new earth, you know, work with galactic beings, you know, all this stuff. And these are all the deceptions. What I feel is true spirituality is being courageous, speaking the truth that perhaps people don't want to hear, taking physical action, um, you know, all these all these things that they don't talk about in the new age. They don't want, because they don't want people doing that. But like I say, it's the it's another layer of the matrix. Mm. It's, it's the layer of the matrix that really is there to keep people passive, to make people stand down. And who does that benefit? We always have to ask that question. Who does it benefit when people are passive? They just accept. They just keep their vibration high. They don't look at any anything negative. Who does that? Who does that benefit? That benefits a, a force that wants to control, manipulate, and deceive. Because if you start doing the opposite to that, then people are going to find it out. So that's why it's there. So it's really important that we take another look again. And really, the basis of all of this, and you know, I, I appreciate that some of these things can be um, challenging for people. But the basis of my work is actually really empowering because what I'm basically saying is, look, you don't need all this stuff out here, out here, out here and out here. You are that. You are that. And that's really empowering. Let's go back to that. So you can look at it uh, a couple of ways. Do you believe that all aliens are entities or are all bad or are there some good ones out there so i i would say that within this matrix i in my experience seven years clearing this stuff of people the aliens that are out there in the new age are are, are negative entities now outside of this matrix for sure there's good stuff for sure um even at that level we need to be discerning that's been the problem we've not been discerning we've just been going with what feels good but um yeah in 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 the 4d realm there's not much worth connecting to let's say 
Well, time is flying by on this podcast, and I need to switch gears with you. I mentioned one of your books is called New Age is the New Cage. You have another book called Are You Living or Just Existing? And then I think you have another book called 10 Ways to Escape the Matrix. And Life Hacks, I think. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. All right. Are these, do we find these on Amazon or on a website or both? They're on both. Uh, my website is transcendingtimes.org, um, but they are on Amazon as well. All right. Besides clearing entities and implants and writing books, do you got anything else going on that you want us to know about? No, I would just, I would just, most of my work is on YouTube. Um, I'm, I'm talking about a lot of different things around the subjects that we've touched on. I'm always finding new stuff. Um, so, so I would say, yeah, YouTube, my website, um, probably the best places to find me and, and my work. What is the name of your YouTube channel? It's just my name, Tony Sayers. Okay. After watching this podcast, people may want to reach out to you. Are you open to that? And if so, how can they reach you? Well, uh, they can they can reach me uh, probably um, my my work my healing work is on my website. So there's a there's an option there, healing with Tony, if you want to work with me. I do have um, some free healing videos on my YouTube channel as well. There's a, a healing playlist um, of seven videos. And within embedded within those videos are different frequencies that remove different junk, let's say. Um, and people can play those videos. They will work on them, anyone else in their household, any pets that they may have. And they can play all seven tabs playing at the same time. Um, but yeah, one-on-one, it's it's via my, my website. Um, and my books are there. And uh, uh, yeah, my email, it's really weird. My work gets targeted a lot. Um, a lot of people are emailing me via my website. It's not coming through. So best email is probably Tony Sayers at protonmail.com. You just mentioned pets. Are you saying that pets get entities as well? Yes, particularly cats. Cats are uh, very, well, they're, they're very metaphysical. That's why they were so um, popular in ancient Egypt. They knew what cats were. They, they can see everything and um, they are protective. And there's a lot of uh, truth in the, the black cat and the witch and things like that. Um, cats cats will always protect their owners from entities and so they take on a lot of the the um the junk dogs do as well but not as much as cats so yeah all right well before we finish up can you leave us with one last positive message remember who you are remember that what you're seeking out there is within you you're you're an absolute genius powerhouse at your core and it's time that we all start remember that remembering that and as soon as we remember that in enough numbers then it's really game over for them so i would encourage people to reconnect with themselves and um yeah well thank you for that message tony and thank you so much for being my guest today i really appreciate you and i wish you the best thank you for having me on the show thanks for watching the jeff mara podcast I really appreciate you. Another way to show support is through YouTube memberships. And if you do, there are loyalty badges and other perks depending on your level of membership. All you need to do is click the join button underneath the video to find out more. Thank you for your support.